Welcome back to the Networking Renaissance. I'm your host, Sarah Gemmel, and on this podcast, we take your networking skills to the next level by getting crystal clear and laser focused and how to actually generate more leads, how to get more visible, how to grow and scale your business through all the hours you're already spending in networking events and meetings. And because I'm the queen of networking, I bring some of my favorite people from my own network onto this podcast to talk marketing, sales, leadership. We just have some bomb ass conversations around here to help you take your business to the next level. Before we dive into today's episode, make sure you check out the show notes because I always put in some awesome free resources in there for you. And then I want you to go ahead, grab your favorite drink, pop in your headphones, grab something to write with because we're going to get right to the good shit. In today's world, a lot of us are doing virtual networking. And virtual networking is absolutely amazing. I love virtual networking for so many reasons, but the major one being convenience, right? It takes away the travel time. It takes away any fluff time before or after the meeting. We can get in, we can get out. It's truly just an hour. But the thing about virtual networking is we have to be so much more strategic in how we show up and how we really start to spark and nurture relationships because it's now through a screen instead of in person. So we really have to do a really good job at conveying our brand, our energy, our personality more than we do in person. But there's three things that you should absolutely, positively not be doing in virtual networking meetings, okay? And I see this shit all the time. Every single time I get on a virtual networking meeting, I see one of these three things happening. And what happens is when one of these three things is happening for you, it is going to directly affect your ability to generate leads from that networking event, okay? And not in a good way. It is going to be a negative impact on your money, on your business, Okay, so what I want to do is we're going to go over these three things, but these three things you should absolutely not be doing in your virtual networking. If you don't already have something to write with, go ahead and grab it. Okay, because we're going to dive right in. (laughs) But the first the first and foremost thing about virtual networking is you probably think you can multitask while being on virtual. We think that because we're doing something virtual, we can be doing multiple things at once. It is a lie. Don't do that. Okay, stop trying to multitask while you are in a virtual networking meeting. That means driving. It means trying to do things on your computer, answer your phone, scroll on social media, right? Trying to take care of your kids. Stop multitasking on virtual networking. We really need to do our absolute best to show up with our undivided attention because I want you to remember that every single thing you do in networking is either building or destroying the no like trust factor. When you are multitasking, okay, it is destroying the no like trust factor one tiny little bit at a time. I want to paint a picture for you real quick, okay? You're giving your introduction, you're looking at the Zoom room, you're giving your introduction, and I want you to picture that one person who's trying to multitask while you're talking. How does it feel? It feels shitty when you're the person talking. It feels like they're not paying attention to you. It feels like they don't value you. It feels like they don't care what you're saying. And in networking specifically, it feels like that person is just there to talk about themselves, to pitch their own thing, but they don't care to listen to anyone else. We've all experienced this. 
When I paint that picture for you, you know what it feels like. So stop being the person on the other end of that that is doing the multitasking. You're inadvertently and subconsciously making the other people in the meeting feel like you don't care to be there. And if you don't care to be here, then do you care to have my business, my referrals, my collaborations? If you don't take this networking group seriously, I don't trust you to take my referrals seriously. That's the subconscious message that happens when we show up in networking meetings, right? Everything we do is like, okay, is this person really ready to receive my referrals? Is this someone that I can really put my name on? So even when you multitask in your your highest intentions, it just one little shred at a time is going to destroy the no like trust factor people have. Okay, the second thing I want you to make sure you're not doing in a virtual networking meeting is adding anyone for any reason to any email list that they did not opt in for. Now, the most common thing I see, especially with online female entrepreneurs, okay, is that we love to add people to a newsletter list and then pretend like we're not adding people to an email list because it's our newsletter and because it's for value. Now, here's the thing. Your newsletter is packed full of value for people who asked for it. For the people who didn't ask to be there, it provides zero value. And now you're just annoying me because you added me to an email list I didn't ask for. And now I'm automatically a little less magnetized to work with you. I'm a little bit turned off, to be honest with you. I have this happen to me on a weekly basis, okay? Whenever I open up my email, I am added to an average of two to four email lists every single week that I didn't ask to be a part of. It doesn't matter that it's a newsletter. It doesn't matter that it's teaching something. It doesn't matter if it's a sales funnel. All I know is that I didn't ask to be there, okay? So whether it is a direct sales funnel or a newsletter list, it doesn't matter. Stop adding people to things they didn't ask to be a part of. Okay. What you can do is you can offer an opt-in option so that the people who want to be on your newsletter list or the people who want to be on your email list can opt in to be there. But stop adding people to an email list that they didn't ask for. It doesn't matter what is in the email. They didn't ask to be there. So I can guarantee that most people are not going to find value in it. Not to mention the fact we pay per contact. So why are you trying to pay more money for your CRM system to just hold on to people that didn't ask to be there in the first place, okay? So a major sign of growth in business and in networking is really not having the scarcity mindset that we need to bring people in that didn't ask to be there, but allowing for ourselves to attract people into those communities, onto those email lists, giving them the option to opt. Okay, the third and final thing we're going to talk about today that I want to make sure you are not doing in a virtual networking group or meeting so that you can really boost your ROI so you can start to get more business from being there is forgetting to use the chat. Okay, when you are in a virtual meeting or a virtual networking event, it's really, really crucial that you utilize the chat. Now, it's not this super strategic thing on say this and here's your script and we're having marketing or doing sales. No, it's literally just being a human. Be in the chat, be active, reply to what other people are saying, hype other people up. One of the biggest mistakes I see in virtual networking is people not being a full part of the conversation. It is so easy to forget the people who are not fully 
involved in the conversation, but you automatically start to stand out more when you become a staple in the conversation. When you're hyping people up and you come with the energy and you keep that chat active, you stand out amongst everyone else in that room. So you're in the chat, being a human, hyping people up, building those relationships, bringing the energy into the meeting, which also, by the way, is going to make event hosts love you even more, okay? So you're not only going to stand out to the other attendees, but the person hosting the event is going to appreciate you tenfold, okay? But there is the strategic aspect of being in the chat after you give your introduction. What are you putting in the chat? Are you fully utilizing the chat to put in your contact information, to put a written version of what your ask was, to remind people who you are? Because we all know that in virtual networking meetings, a lot of people either have note takers or they're saving the chat. So to put in the chat a written version of what your introduction was is just smart. Right? And choosing the right links to share. We don't want to share a bagillion links in the chat. We don't want to share irrelevant links in the chat. We want to share links that were relevant to what we shared. Right? Maybe some free resources, a free community, something like the link that was directly related to your ask. So if you asked for guests for your podcast, make sure you're dropping a link to where guests can go to sign up to be a guest. If you're asking for introductions to a certain offer, drop a link to that offer so they can see what it is. If you're asking for engagement on a specific social media post, drop the direct link to the social media post. Stop dropping your at Instagram handle that's not even hyperlinked and expecting people to go to Instagram, find your page and find the post you're talking about. They're not going to do it. So we want to use the chat to really build the relationships to help you stand out amongst the crowd. But you also want to use the chat to say, here's everything I said in my introduction. Here's all the ways to get connected to me and figuring out what is the most strategic. So this is why I talk about in networking strategy, understanding your business plan and your marketing plan before you go into networking. Okay, what phase of business are you in? What are your main offers? And then figuring out for that main offer that is your main focus right now, what different call to actions can you use to build the traction and visibility for that offer? And then what are some links that we can share to help boost the visibility for that offer? So things like social media posts, um, free resources, free communities, share those links strategically that makes sense for the offer you're focused on. Your introduction should also be based on what your main offer is. For example, if you are focusing in launching a mastermind that starts in two weeks and your whole focus right now is launching a mastermind, why are you getting into a networking group and talking about a digital workbook that you sell passively once in a while? Your main focus is the mastermind, sell the mastermind market the mastermind, get visibility on the mastermind, get your networking referral partners support in anything that builds traction for the mastermind. This is why we have to understand what we're even doing in our business before we can go into networking events. Okay, so here's what we talked about. The three things to not do in virtual meetings when you're networking, not to be multitasking, not to add people to any kind of email list, None, not one, okay? And three, not forgetting to use the chat. 
when you do these three things, you will start to boost the no like trust factor. You will start to boost visibility. You will start to boost the traction that is happening after you give your introduction and what is happening after the meeting. How many people are magnetized to you? How many people are wanting to talk to you? How many people are in your DMs asking for a coffee chat? How many people are wanting to refer and collaborate with you? You're going to see an immediate difference because your energy is going to be different because your approach is going to be different. In networking, it's all about how do we magnetize people instead of turning them off? You're doing one or the other, right? By fixing these three things, by not doing these three things, you are going to start magnetizing more people into your world so that you can generate more leads, so you can generate more referrals. Because at the end of the day, we are networking to build a business, okay? You are in this networking space to get leads and to build your business, And it's okay to say that. You have to be building your business in order to keep doing it. Otherwise, if it's just a social thing, you can be doing that off of business hours. You can be doing that outside of your work time. So anyway, I hope this was helpful. Write these three things down. I want you to be brutally honest with yourself. Where can you stand to make improvements? Where can you be more strategic in how you show up? What are some immediate changes that you can make for the next virtual meeting that you go into? To be honest with you, with the amount of virtual meetings that are happening in today's world, you should be on at least one virtual networking meeting a week. There is absolutely no reason why you should not be utilizing virtual networking. It is just smart business practice. It is smart marketing. It is smart lead generation. But you're going to start to generate more leads and actually build a business better when you do these things. And when you get brutally honest with yourself about what have I been doing that's just simply not working and not beating yourself up over it, you don't suck, you're not terrible, it's not the end of the world, it's literally just saying, okay, I did what I could, I was doing it to the best of my ability, but now I'm aware of changes that can be made, and now the best of my ability is to make those changes and to move forward with better networking practices, with better networking strategy. And that's why you have me. That is why you have me. I am your new best friend for all things networking and to constantly be improving how you show up. No matter how experienced you are in networking, we should always be auditing and improving how we show up. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing it. It doesn't matter how many meetings in a week you go to. Your networking can always improve and it can always stand to have a little bit more strategy. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of this conversation. Just thank you for being here. Before we sign off today, I'm going to ask you just two really, really simple things before you hop off. Okay. One, if you love this episode, please drop me a review. Listen, we're both business owners. Okay. We both know the importance of reviews, but I also just love to see what content you're loving so that I can create more of it. The second thing I'm going to ask you to do, you can take a quick little screenshot or an audio grab from this episode, share your takeaways on Instagram stories and tag me in it so that I can celebrate with you, love on you at Sarah Gemmel. And of course, make sure you check out the show notes for this episode because I'm always dropping different resources in there for you to get connected to referral partners, collab partners. I'm always hosting different kinds of in-person and virtual events and we would absolutely love to see you there. All right, friend, love you so much. Thank you again for being here. I will see you on the next episode.